What's up, y'all? Welcome to Three Brothers and a Shot of Milk. We're talking superheroes, comic books, TV, video games, movies, and more. I'm Lawrence St. Victor. We got Richard Wilson. We got Jack Walker. We got Christopher St. Victor. We were what up, what up? Y'all just messing up a whole tagline with all y'all. <laughs> 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 I <laughs> we are geeks before being geeks, so we're cool. What's going on, gentlemen? We're, we're cool, guys. We can trust us. <laughs> we're cool. We're cool. How's your week been? What are you up to? What are you reading? What are you watching? What are you playing with? I watched Tenant this week, which I know is old news, but I didn't yeah. feel like going to the theaters when it came out. I didn't feel like dropping the money when it was uh, streaming originally, so I watched it this week. Yo, that movie is a hot mess. Yep. Ah, I didn't watch it yet. Ah. Well, I didn't give any spoilers, but it's a hot mess. It, I had to watch it twice, and it still kind of didn't make any sense. No, I feel I need to it, watch it a second time because I fell asleep coming to the end of it. I was like, "Rich, you uh, don't." <laughs> 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 what was the uh, What was the movie that with uh, Matthew McConaughey? And Christopher Nolan, the, the, that uh, oh, it, it's your uh, seller. Oh, uh, yeah, that was when I was kind of done letting Christopher Nolan make me feel dumb watching me. <laughs> like, nah, but you know, Interstellar had a lot of good points in the movie in itself. If if you followed, there was payoffs and there was rewards for being a good audience. Yeah. That is not the case in in Tenet. Tenet, and and I am I am a good audience member. Like I'll follow, I'll track, and there are there are like spoilers in the film that are so blatantly, you know, anyone be calling them out. There's just, it's not a good film. Anyway, sorry. That's what I watched this week. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Jack, Jack's review. <laughs> uh, Rich, what, what, what did you do? What are you up to? Uh, I mean, I'm pretty, I don't know how me and Jack got to the same time with that one, but yeah, I watched Tenet too. And, uh, really? Again, <laughs> I, I, I was like, let me check this out. And I fell asleep like coming to end. And I was like, what's happening right now? Like, why is it? What? Like Nani? Like what is going on? <laughs> I was like, nah. Yeah, I'm gonna have to rewatch it because I I want to see what happened at the end. I'm, I'll probably be disappointed, but at the same time, I was just like, oh. it, uh, uh, it was it was just like it was all over the place for me. I'm like, you want to talk time travel? I'm not going to spoil anything, but okay, no yeah, spoilers. Yeah. But you guys are yeah. not like. Well, Chris, did you do something? Did you enjoy what you did this week? Uh, yeah, well, I'm trying what, what I'm about to do. I got the James Bond Lego. The, 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 Whoa! So to be fair, I already built an '89 Batmobile. This was a, a gift from the missus, so this is the next project. Uh, that's what's up. Yeah, that's what's up, Chris. Chris, where do you have room for all? Like every week, you got really. And, and look how empty that room is. <laughs> yeah, like, there's nothing to, in that. To, to be fair, to be fair, I'm building my house right now, so it's going to be done in October. So I got to start stacking up because we're going to have something hey. cool when hey. you guys will see the room, man. The room. Yep, absolutely. Um, what about you, Lawrence? Man, I finished uh, Sweet Tooth, and that joint. It's so sweet. I love yeah, it. Yeah, I finished that as well. I don't it's think a we... pretty big departure from the comics, actually. I'm not familiar with the comics too much. Um, but I just dig that. I, I always love the lone wolf and cub stories, whether it's Terminator 2 Judgment Day, whether it's, you know, that that type of loner. Logan, right? It's, just, it's Logan. I, I love those stories. And I, I thought this was pretty well done. And 
mad references to the pandemic. And I don't know if they were like, but they were shooting this before the pandemic, or at least some of this. I don't know if it just, they were right there or went back and did reshoots and added it. I don't know. Uh, Rich, you didn't look too pleased from your sweet tooth experience. I mean, it was, I don't don't know. Like I I would have to watch it again, but I just wasn't feeling it. Like, I don't know how the comic went, but I I really wasn't feeling it. Spoiler alert. Sweet tooth, he's just looking for his mom. Whatever, he's, just, he's literally just jumping, knows nothing about the world. Was told not to go beyond spoiler alert, beyond the fence. And all of a sudden, he's just like, I'm gonna go look for my mom with this lone black guy that I just met. <laughs> Nani, it's It's like the 80s this stuff could only happen with steven spielberg in the 80s is bringing me back well i enjoyed sweet tooth i had a good time with that that's what i did this week um and i had a good time had a good time this is becoming my favorite segment of the show it's a brand new segment for those just listening we are doing collector's corner we go into our collection and we pick something out and we kind of showcase it to everybody you get to see the level of our geekness who wants to go first who wants it's to the collector's corner yeah we probably can actually add in a sound effect i don't you don't need i don't think you gotta hey man don't don't hate on me you're right you're right my bad <laughs> you're the one that has to do the audio on this anyway it's show and time <laughs> What's going on? I'll take it. I'll take it. Okay. GameStop had a run of these figures. It's a. Uh, it's. It's not ceramic. It's. It's uh, like plastic, but it's a little. It's a little bit bendable. We have Batman on a ledge. You see the gargoyles. He's holding a batarang with the rope. The rope is actual. Is actual wire. He's posed. He has. A, he has his 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 cape flapping in the in the background. It's pretty dope. So what? I have a Harley Quinn one. I have a Batgirl one, and then I have. A Catwoman one here too, but it's made by Chronicle Collectibles, um, and it was a GameStop exclusive. Exclusive. That looks nice. great. That's, yeah, that's that, that pretty cool. Dope. So, what I do as I'm perusing through Walmart and like Best Buy or whatever, I will see DVDs that I like to pick up, and I have. I just realized I have three copies of Deadpool two. <laughs> <laughs> I got it open. What is the super duper cut? <laughs> Um, had not opened it yet because my I also get, I also get digital copies. Is, then that that would explain this one then. Yes, I got <laughs> you that for Christmas. <laughs> it is an open still. Dang, ready to regift? <laughs> Dang, no, it will it will never be regifted. It will never be regifted. I don't do that. It comes with a bonus pen, four postcards inside, and yeah, like. Uh, and, and mind you, I had the digital copy of, of movies too. So I, I will go out and just buy the DVDs and then get gifted the DVDs. They Note will not to be self, open. Don't buy Rich any DVDs. No. Erase. Buy me the DVDs because I love them. They will go on my shelf and I don't care who questions. My girlfriend questions my DVD collection. I was like, listen, you don't have to worry about it. Like, <laughs> it goes on my shelf. You don't have to worry about any of this. Okay. It brings me joy. It's a question between you and the DVDs. We know the answer. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't DVDs. question too much. You won't like the answer. You won't like the answer. Jack, what do you got? All right. For this week's show and tell of Collector's Corner, I brought in 
one of my favorite comics. Oh, man. Wow, that's a classic. This is Wolverine number one, which dropped in 1982, September 1982. It's only graded a 7.0, but the reason I love it so much is its uh, signature series, which means it's signed by Chris Claremont and Joe Rubenstein. Wow. And this is art art by Frank Miller. Oh, um, nice. What's the value on that, Jack? Uh, well, if it was a 9.8, it's only valued about 350, 350, but because it's a signature series, you kind of can pick your own value. You know what I mean? Like hmm. arguably even though it's lesser graded comic, it's cooler grader collectible because of the signatures, so it's kind right. of wild, wild west. It's a question of what you want to sell it for slash what someone's willing to buy it for. That cover's iconic. I have to say, I don't want to toot my own horn here, but I might have you guys beat in this episode's collector's Ooh. corner. So my parents are doing some spring cleaning, right? Which pretty much means they grab all my stuff from my childhood, throw it in the box and ship it to me or throw it away. So they sent me a <laughs> box full of toys oh, let me from see. my childhood. First up, Old school cringer. Lawrence, I remember that in your bedroom as a kid. I remember that in yeah. your nightstand as a kid. Oh, look how good oh that my looks. Goodness. This is in good condition. Um, this is cringer. I don't not I don't know where the Battle Cat armor is. This is from He Man. I think this came out in either or was made in either eighty three or eighty four. I didn't get it in eighty three, eighty four. I was too young. But that's the cringer right there. That's in the box. Um, I have. Back in the day, Chuck Norris had an animated cartoon series. Yes. <laughs> I, have a, no! I have a Chuck Norris action figure. And if you squeeze the legs, the arms <laughs> go into karate action. Oh, I got shoot. that. Um, of course, I have I have an old school He-Man figure. Power Punch He-Man. Power Punch yes. He-Man. Yes. I don't have the back anymore. I don't know where that went. But Power Punch He-Man figure right here. Um, not to hold you guys too much. I got a Casey Jones figure. Yes. Mm-hmm. Jones figure from right. Ninja Turtles. Um, I got this Ghostbusters helicopter. From I remember that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, which is in pretty decent condition. I don't have the propellers. Um, I have, Chris, you're going to appreciate this. It's broken to pieces, but the uh, bat sled thingy from Batman oh, Returns. Oh, yes, yes. This up. It's what uh, Batman rode in on in Batman Returns to take down the penguin in the sewers. The bat jet ski. I forgot, I forgot the name of it. And last but not least is this busted up, broken up, over-stickered Ecto-1. Woo! Oh, shoot! <laughs> From you guys know Ghostbusters, uh, the cartoon series. This is, I think, is my second one. I don't think I stickered up my first one so much. I don't know what my first one is, but that is in pretty. It's not in good that, condition, but it's not is awful. Awesome. So that is awesome. Is that Iceman sled in the back? And it, it might. And I have Iceman sled <laughs> in the back. I had the. I had that <laughs> where you put him in the freezer. And you freeze his feet. Yes. 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 Oh, Iceman shoot. Sled is in the back. Oh, shoot. And I, got a, I have a whole box over here. I'm not going to bore our listeners who can't see with too much of this stuff. But I pretty much have a box of my childhood sitting right here. Maybe I'll pop some out as we go. Episodes go on. But it felt like retro episode 
some real retro toys. So let's move on to the news. It's the news. Time for the news. All right. So this week, you know, I'm going to keep the news pretty blade centered. You know, this movie was pretty iconic and there's some really dope facts about Blade that that I didn't know. I just needed to be uh, reminded of. So Wesley Snipes did not plan on doing Blade. That was not the pitch. He wanted to do Black Panther. That's what he wanted to do. And his way of trying to get to do Black Panther was doing Blade first. So somewhere in the multiverse, Wesley Snipes played Black Panther first. And I have to think, if we're talking 90s, early 2000s, I couldn't think of a better actor to play freaking Black Panther than Wesley Snipes. Mm -hmm. Stan Lee had a cameo in Blade, but it was cut out. (laughs) Oh, okay. I'm like, what? When? But it was cut out. And if his cameo made it, it would have been that thing that linked all like the Marvel films. He would have been included in the linkage, but they wound up cutting it out. It's trash. uh, I know it's trash. some would say that Blade saved Marvel. Blade ushered in the first good Marvel movie that wasn't a TV movie. We had some good TV movies with The Incredible Hulk. But before this, we had Howard the Duck. We had mm-hmm. The Punisher with Dolph Lundgren. Yep. And even though I think Men in Black was distributed through Marvel, it wasn't a Marvel-created entity. So Blade is like the first successful Marvel feature film. That being said, Blade might have also saved the superhero genre, period. Because although Blade came out in 1998, Batman and Robin starring George Clooney came out in 1997, which single-handedly could have destroyed all comic book movies. (laughs) So Blade might have saved the, the, the whole culture. In general, not just Marvel. I'm not jumping on the sword for Batman and Robin. 89 all day long, Batman and Robin. <laughs> Chris is not like, no, Batman was good. Batman was good. Um, now, one of the dopest lines, okay, with the exception of I'm Batman, one of the dopest lines I've ever heard in a comic book movie is when Blade said some other effers always want to try ice skating uphill. He said that line. <laughs> Wesley Snipes actually said that in a meeting with the producers. He's just saying that that's just something Wesley says. <laughs> and they thought it was dope. <laughs> and they added it into the <laughs> I thought that was really funny. Um, at the end of the movie, the original plan was to have Deacon Frost actually turn into that blood god and affect the world in tournaments of vampires and have him win, which would have set off a series. Uh, it would have been an open ending. But at that time, for you youngins, superhero movies didn't have a guaranteed franchise. Nope. So they decided to end it cleanly. Well, with a slight open end, but not the way they would have to actually finish the story. Morbius was planned to be used as the main antagonist in an eventual sequel. So I guess what at the end, when you see Blade in Moscow, I think that was supposed to be Morbius. And it would have like set up the sequels. But uh, Morbius was owned or licensed at that time and still licensed to Sony. And Sony and New Line Cinema did not want to play together. Did you guys, when you guys watch this, you know when um, the main girl and, and her ex-boyfriend or whatever are over the, the vampire charred up body in the, in the morgue and they're yep. kind of talking about their relationship? 
because right. I kind of felt off. Yes. Um, that was intentional because this movie is not too scary, but I remember watching this as a kid. That was the only jump scare. And the director knew and the writer knew, like, the more we bore the audience with this romantic talk, the more effective that jump scare will be. So the studios are fighting with the director saying, cut that, cut that. It sounds like Merrill's place. Cut it, cut it. And they're like, no, it needs to be even longer. The longer it is, the more they get bored watching it, the more they'll jump out of their seats when this guy hops up off the table. So that was all intentional. I thought that was dope. And uh, last bit of news around this is um, what's interesting about this movie is that they made a point not to make a gothic. As dark as it is, as cool as it is, it could easily lent into more gothic, but they kept it as, as, as I guess, modern day for its time. And I'm glad they did because there's so much of this movie, and Chris will talk about it, that is reminiscent of Batman. Like, a lot of this movie is like Batman 89. And if they went gothic route, it would have been, I think, too close. But that's the news around Blade. That's the news. Now, one of my favorite segments... The debate. Ready to rumble. Okay, guys. We're in a world of reboots. Some reboots are great. Some not so much. What movie franchise, what franchise period, this has to be a movie, cartoon, television series, movie, if you had control, would have made sure that it would never be rebooted. It will be just left alone. Oh, can I please go first on this? Yes. I, I thought about this question for like a split second and the, it's Ghostbusters. The Ghostbusters reboot was so terrible. There's so much goodwill and love behind Ghostbusters 1 and Ghostbusters 2. They should have just came out with Ghostbusters Afterlife like they're doing now and not try to reboot the universe. It, you wow. know, and it, 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 it nothing to do with it from a female point of view. Nothing to do with like that. They just, it was just such a terrible movie. How do you take something that's, a, that's such an icon of our childhood and trash it? So Ghostbusters. it also rebooted, but didn't reboot. Yeah, like keep the same tropes that work, but then unlink it from the other movies. It, yep. it was, it was, it was. It didn't have its own point of view. I think that movie struggled with. Yeah, I agree with that. No debate here. Um, Jack, what about you? Well, I wouldn't. I would not sever the connection of a reboot of this franchise. I would just remove one reboot out of the franchise. Okay, that counts. I would completely expunge Superman Returns from. All existence. The movie was trash. The writing was lazy. The price tag was ridiculous. And the casting was fine, you know? But, like, there's so many things. You got Superman lifting a kryptonite island. You got an illegitimate son. There's a million little things in that movie. Just trash, trash, trash. So so let me ask you this question. So So you prefer to have Superman 1, 2, and 3 and keep that awful Superman 4 in continuity to get rid of Superman Returns, which wipes away three and four. I would a hundred percent keep three and four. And some of the fun stuff, like which is which is the one he's fighting himself in the dumpster? That's three. That's three. But that's great. Four is so terrible. We'll never lose that. So that's one of the Fair best all time Superman fight scenes ever. Fighting himself in the trash yard. I watch that shit right now. 
<laughs> Fair enough. No argument here. Rich, what say you? Uh, I don't have a reboot that I wouldn't do, but can I just take a movie away? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can't wait to hear this. And don't say and Venom then, or you're out. Exactly. Do not say Venom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Batman Forever. I, I love that just, movie. <laughs> I thought it was trash. I didn't like it. I'm going to say it. I said it. When was the last time you watched like it? it. Was the last time? Huh? When was the last time you watched it? Probably when I was a child. Okay, I'm gonna tell you this because Lawrence told me this was like uh, before we started the podcast. Lawrence was like, "Chris, go back and watch it. It's a good, good, good movie. It's a good comic book movie. Just watch it, watch it, and you watch it, and it's good. Jim Carrey is great. It's good. Accept the tone. If you accept the tone and go, this is the Batman we're going with. So you you would keep Batman forever." No, you would lose Batman forever and keep Batman and Robin? I would lose that one too. Brother. <laughs> I just uh, want to take rid of all of them. <laughs> just, just give me Batman 89, because that's what everyone's calling it now. And give me Batman, give me Batman Return. I'm good with Man. those two. Okay, a, a different episode. There is a strong debate for Batman Forever being a better Batman film than Batman Returns. I won't touch it. No one's touching 89, Chris. Don't, don't worry. No one's going to say nothing about 89. Fair enough, fair enough. <laughs> um, but good. All right. I, I received that. Um, what, oh, get rid of Catwoman, too. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Get rid of Catwoman. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not even a reboot. This is just killing movies. Yeah. yeah. Just, just, just get it out of here. Just undoing things. like the first Catwoman movie. You're just like, got him. Um, I'm getting rid of The Amazing Spider-Man. I'm getting rid of that movie. It's unnecessary. That's, yeah, that's the agree. one with um, what's his name? Andrew Garfield. Garfield. Yes. And yeah, Jamie okay. Foxx was an amazing Spider-Man too. And nothing yeah. against the performances. I truly do love Andrew Garfield and Emma Stone's chemistry and the performances. It's just an unnecessary reboot. Yep. I wish we'd have got Spider-Man 4 because at the end of Spider-Man 3, although that wasn't the great one, it ended with kind of the cliffhanger of whether him and Mary Jane are going to get back together. In the beginning of Spider-Man One, in the in the in the voiceover, Peter says, "This story be, it begins with a girl." So then it has to end with the girl. So give me Spider-Man Four and that franchise. Years later, new Spider-Man movie, put him in the MCU. Cool with that reboot. But the middle child, this amazing Spider-Man that kind of just sits there, it's just unnecessary. We can look at copyright. Copyright problems is kind of why that happened. Not copyright, but who they want to keep the license. Yeah, they want to keep the license, and I received that. Um, and like I said, the performances are great. Martin Sheen as Ben Parker. I mean, not, Sally Field as Aunt May. I'm like not knocking the performances. It's just an unnecessary Spider-Man movie. And Andrew Garfield is a handsome, tall, strapping young man. I'm like, you are not getting bullied, bruh. <laughs> you are not getting bullied, and you're not having a hard time. You get rich face. Is, 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 is he handsome? He, he seemed kind of awkward to me. He was skateboarding, and, like, he had this cool backpack and his headphones. He was, man, maybe he would have been considered an outcast if this took place in the 80s, but, like, now Honor. he kind of fits in with cool emo teenagers. Yeah, there's, there's no there's no argument there about that being that reboot being use pretty much useless, unnecessary. Yeah. They really tried to make it realistic and dumb down his powers. 
only to like undo that in the sequel and like give him his original costume and spice up his powers all over the place. But no knock to the filmmakers. I'm sure Sony was telling them what to do, but I would get rid of that reboot. Um, so that's that. Now, okay, for the reason why we're here. Uh-oh. We, ladies and gentlemen listening, we had the privilege, honor, or the torture, depending on, like, we don't, I don't know how these guys feel about it, of rewatching Blade, starring Wesley Snipes and Stephen Dorff. Gentlemen, I'm going to ask you one question first, one word answer. Jack, does it hold up? Ish. Okay. Why it's going to be a conversation. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chris, does it hold up? Um, if you take it as a B movie, yeah, it holds up. Well, have as the you, one word answer. Yeah, I know, I know, I know, I know. I'm kind of, I'm, uh, I'm half and a half on it. I enjoyed it. I liked it. That sounds like ish. That's yeah. Like uh, holds up ish. I'm not as I'm not as adamant about my about my uh, position as I was last time. <laughs> Apparently, <Yeah. laughs> Rich, I'm, I'm gonna have to say ish too. Is, this um, holds up, guys. Listen, <laughs> listen. All right, you know what? Are we jumping I'm, in? I'm, I'll be that guy. I'm, I'm I'm gonna say it holds up to a degree. That'd be ish. Ish, yeah. That's exactly where I'm at, Man. Lawrence. That's it, Lawrence. You're this, the one. Make your case, brother. I, Listen, here we go. This is why this movie holds up. First, it's the only one of its kind. We don't have a horror action movie. This joint was dope. The, 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 the fight scenes were dope. They felt real. Um, uh, the, 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 the stakes felt high. It's almost beat for beat Batman 89. You know? Batman because Batman 89 set the standard. Oh, here we go. Facts, facts. <laughs> Facts. Just because there's, there's a lack of content doesn't mean oh, I get a hold up. I mean, it's nine years after. This but, joint, go ahead, Lawrence. Go ahead. Lead on the cross for it. Let's hear it. This joint, I thought, did its job. I thought it was. I thought, like, if they came out with another Blade movie now, it's only a couple of things you would have to update and tweak. Like, like the not, dialogue not, entirely. Yo, that was one of the worst written dialogue movies I've watched ever. So bad. With the exception of ice skating up a hill. Come that on, was- brother, come on. <laughs> it's not a wait, it's not a perfect movie. Not no. perfect. Oh, well, that's perfect. an understatement. But does it hold up? Does this vampire slayer movie hold up? Is everything that was cool about it when I saw it as a kid was cool now? Blade walking into this underground lair and it's in their brain. Blood oh. comes out the sprinkler system, and he's just opening scene. Sword. Opening yeah. scene holds up. That was fire. Yes, but let me ask you this one, Lawrence. So we just ju- oh oh uh, spoiler alert for spoiler alert. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let me ask you this: what's what's the film about? The film is about Blade, who's hunting Deacon Frost. Uh, Deacon Frost is basically jealous and upset the fact that he's not an original, and he wants to call upon the Blood God. So they all become Daywalkers and have the. Basically, supreme power, and the originals want to just keep their space in this world and keep quiet. And Blade is like, all these suck faces have to go down. And much like Batman '89, Blade finds out that the guy he's after actually 
was responsible for his mother's question, you know, death. And mm-hmm. he kind of turned blade into blade. Um, it's pretty much that in the time. <laughs> with vampires. <laughs> with vampires. So let, me, let me jump in right there. You said two things. One, I'll simplify it. The film is about vampires and yes. killing vampires. Yes. You said something interesting. You said Frost's biggest MO is to create an army of daywalkers, vampires who can walk out in daylight. Yes. And I'd say <laughs> bullshit on that because all you need is some good suntan lotion and apparently vampires can what, sit in the sun all day? No, no, no. no answer wait, that question for me. Wait, how is that and, bull? Wait, and, so, and, so, and wait, wait, wait. How does this make sense? We see one vampire completely combust in the sun while other people are literally in the broad daylight okay, getting of all, and they're just chilling. You, when make you, make you watch these movies, they have to have a suspension of disbelief. They're wearing something over their skin that protects them. I'm sorry. It's a vampire movie or it's not? Rules of engagement. Vampires no. can go outside or they can't? They're, if they're wearing something that protects them, why can't they? Like what? Sunblock? <laughs> Whatever cream they got. No, listen, wait, hey, hold up, hold up. Devil's advocate. Even if I paint an inch thick of sunblock and it's coming out like two inches off my face. My hides his identity with a pair of glasses. That's like, fine. Don't you know, get it twisted. We talking about blade. We talking about blade. <laughs> no, but all so, these, you, you have to accept the world they give you. As long okay, as but let me. Let, but I'm trying to. I go. Yes. So even if I can, even if I go, all right. The guy's wearing sunblock, million proof, and it works. What about when he opens his mouth? Dude ain't got sunblock on his tongue. That thing should be balls of fire spitting out his mouth. Jack, suspension of disbelief. You have to have ah, bullshit. Bullshit. Captain I, I have to judge you no, by the rules you no, engage Captain with. Captain America's shield is beyond physics. Clark Kent wearing glasses is stupid. Bruce Wayne <laughs> using his billions to build a costume instead of saving the city is dumb. Like, <laughs> we're not talking about we start bringing, No, but if we start doing We're talking about in the same... But hold up, hold up. If we start doing that... In Let's the forget same about the school movie. systems. <laughs> 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 like, I need a Batmobile. Like, if, if we start doing that to these movies, we start nitpicking the things that doesn't make sense, then no superhero movie holds no, up. But in the same movie, we see a vampire combust who's, because who's he's not outside. But who's not wearing the protective layer? That's fine, but how is his mouth open in broad daylight? How is his how eyes he, not light He up? put it in his eyes and he put it in his mouth, Jack. So Chris, I, I heard you defend that. You think yeah. that's cool? Uh, it's a special well, he, yeah, I mean, look, the reason why I'm at the ish, like half and a half, look, Blade is a really, really, really good B movie. I think it is. I think it's a good B movie. I mean, I think it was fun in 98 when I saw it in high school. It was fun now. You know, Wesley Snipes brings out like black exploitation like dialogue to this thing. It's, a, it's fun, but it's like some parts are so bad and corny that it's fun. Like you can't take it too seriously. So yeah. that's why I'm at like the half and half. Like it's not like, oh, I like it ironically, like, like because it's so bad, it's good. It's a good movie. It's fun. But, eh, you know, yes, there's, there's, there's some problems with it, but it's good though. It's good. You know, man. I say you rich again. Like, like Chris said, yeah. It's like the black part of me wants to love it because <laughs> it's just it's nice. It is. It is a black superhero. Like my blackness is like you have to like this to a degree. But then when you actually get down to it, it's like like the the the, the writing wasn't that great. Um, I mean the special effects would not hold up for today. Uh. 
Yeah, nah. Like, it's it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch if you ignore the things that are wrong with it. With all the things going on, that I don't think you're correct today. They would have to change some things. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I I don't think any movie could just come out as is. No, nothing could come out as is. Isn't that the nature of the question? Does the movie hold up? If the movie dropped right now, is it as good as it was when it was? Well, I mean, if I saw like a 1967 Corvette and say, does it hold up? I'd say, yeah, but you might have to change the battery. Like you might, you know, like like some things have to like be updated for it to move and work. Rich got a, a feeling on that I comment. I don't think that's the same thing, but okay. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about the effects in this movie, it's like, well, why would they have 2021 effects? That can't be the reason why it doesn't hold that's up. True. That's true. That's true. 2021. I mean, yeah. Wesley Snipes is dope. The Whistler character relationship is awesome. The yep. problems with this film aren't necessarily the acting. It's the, or even the casting for that matter. It's it's the script itself and certain filmmaking choices. There is a part of this movie that doesn't hold up for me. And I think this is what separates this movie from the movies that come out now. Here, I did not understand the vampire hierarchy. So I didn't understand how you had a round table of originals who seems scared of Frost. And I didn't know why. Why are you scared of him? You guys have been around way longer. I'm making up rules for you, but I assume you're just as strong, if not stronger than him. Why, why when he walks into a room, you guys all get scared? And then he takes one of them out and throws his teeth on the table and they're all shook. So I needed more around, like, why, why is Frost, why are they so scared of him? Like, I, I, I didn't understand that. And for that, it kind of messed my head up around the vampire hierarchy. They can infiltrate politics. They can infiltrate every system. They've been around since the beginning of time. Yet this newbie can, like, scare them. I didn't get it. Um, and that, to me, was, would be something that, if it were to come out today, would have to be fully explained. Outside of that, the reason why it holds up is I look at movies like Mortal Kombat. Yep. Venom. And I'm like, yep. how much worse... Wait, 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 wait. wait. You've seen Venom? I have not seen Venom. How are you using it as an example? You ain't seen it yet. Well, you can correct me if I'm wrong. I think I just did. (laughs) Is Venom that much better than Blade? Honestly. Maybe one of the best Marvel movies yet. Fair enough. (laughs) Real talk. Is Mortal Kombat better than Blade significantly? Or if at all? No, I think it's the same kind of like... The new Mortal Kombat movie is equal to Blade. Is this our barometer for if a movie holds up? If a movie comes out in 2020, 2021, and they're making it now, and there's a movie that was made in 1998 that's better than the movie that was made now, how can you say that movie that was made then doesn't hold to a movie that's I don't think, I don't think I don't think that's our barometer. I think our barometer is not based off of necessarily bad movies that are current. It's based off of what a movie could be, should be. Storyline that holds up is is regardless of time. Maybe we can maybe we can uh, excuse a deficit in graphics because we know technology hasn't caught up yet. I think we have to. We have to excuse that. Of course, I think so too. Yeah. Um, yeah. But uh, unless it's a film that maybe lynches the entirety of the movie off of the graphics, and the graphics are just so bad that you can't watch the movie, then maybe it doesn't hold up. But does the acting hold up? Does the story hold up? Does the script hold up? Does the chemistry of the characters hold up? Does the hero's arc hold up? 
and that is timeless. The standard still has to be what the movies are now. You're holding it to a standard that doesn't even exist. Exactly. I'm holding it to a standard of a film that holds up or doesn't hold up over time. But if it holds up, that means it has to hold up against the movies that are out in genre now. I mean, it was a pioneer. Look at It really was a pioneer because look, it just came before Twilight, came before True Blood, came before Vampire Diaries, came before the originals. What you know? So all these it didn't tropes- come before uh, uh, the Lost Boys. I mean, there's just certainly a series of vampire films that precede this yeah. interview with a vampire. You know, there's not a deficit of vampire content. There might be a deficit of vampire heat superhero hunting. Superheroes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that being said, you have to look at movies that come out now. And the range of movies that come out now. And if Blade cannot fit in between the worst and the best of the stuff that comes out now, then it doesn't hold up. But if it can fit between the best and the worst that's being made now, then that means that stuff can come out now with updated graphics. No, but it could come out now and you'd ask whether it's a good film or not. And maybe it's as, as good a film now as it was then, but it's still got major problems with it. Biggest yeah. which being probably the script. So Fair I'd enough. say the movie don't hold up. But it has to hold up. No, it's just another bad film that gets released modern day. That don't mean it's, it holds up. Bad movies hold up. Whoa, whoa, whoa. By who's Barack? Bad movies hold up. Well, what's the whole nature of that? What's the point of a retro deep dive if any bad movie holds up? The movie holds up. Like I said, if it can come out today. And just any movie can come graphics. out at any point. If Blade with updated, and everybody answer this truthfully, if Blade with updated graphics came out today, would it be the worst that this genre's had in the last five years? Absolutely. That's not the question. And it no, that's up. not the question. That's not the question. Blade, for when it came out, was a success. And it launched a f- small franchise following. This movie coming out right now is one and done because it doesn't hold up in today's market. It doesn't yeah, have the like, thing that you I can feel like Even if you updated the graphics, and you, you just said update the graphics, if it was still a trash script, it would not hold up. I mean, the, 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 the standard, to be fair, the standard is higher than it was in, 90, in 1998. You know, we have so many superhero movies out now that to really stand out as a superhero movie in the genre, you have to be, you have to be really good. If you have Blade, Ghost Rider, and Mortal Kombat, which of the three is the best? <laughs> that's what we have now like you can't you can't take out the fact that there's worse movies being made now which means blade would have a place now yeah but there's, look there's at certain movies that don't have a place now one no movie that doesn't have a place now meteor man does not have a place now again my blackness will not allow me to comment on that wow <laughs> you're right i forgot where, i forgot where <laughs> i was meteor man is dope yeah. <laughs> not you even a shot of milk can recognize that. No, like Twitter is going to have a field day with you. My bad. My bad for all the Meteor Man lovers out there. <laughs> the, the two of you. Um, but I will agree that this script has issues. I will agree that there's things about it that are hokey. But, but I don't see that being any different than the, some of the movies that are coming out now. But, but then by what barometer are we gauging the, the nature of the question by listen man harold clerman said it. there's always going to be trash you need flops you need failures you need trash so you can identify these gems when they pop so are we are, are is the nature of the question does the movie still hold up 
referring to when that movie came out, it was a gym. Is the movie a gym today? And I don't think so. Oh, it's not a gym. No, I agree with that. It's not a gym. There's a lot of issues in it. But was it when it came out? Me watching Blade as a kid, it that was. movie was dope for what I it mean, was, for when it was. The movie held up. Blade, I'll say this. Blade was not a gem when it came out if you're comparing it to Batman 89, Superman 78. It wasn't that kind of movie. Mm. It wasn't like this movie that transcended the genre. It, it was a dope action movie and you had a great time, but it wasn't like... Superman seventy eight probably was nominated for Oscars in some well, categories. You could make you could make the argument that Blade did as much for the superhero content films we're watching as those other two movies did. You know, I know I said before, but Blade saved Marvel. Marvel was in financial distress, and Blade was so successful that it saved Marvel Comics. Facts. So. Am I half and a half? Yeah, am I, I'm half and a half. The movie holds up. It's a good movie. It's a fun time. Would I recommend it? Absolutely, 100%. I don't know, but I, this is not, I'm not, it's not good enough for me to make the stand I made when we're talking about Batman. It's almost the same movie, Chris. <laughs> it's almost beat for beat the same movie. Like he literally shows up and beats a bunch of bad guys. It's not his origin, right? He uh, finds a girl, and for some reason they're together, and he takes her to his lair, and she meets his Alfred, yeah. who's kind of sweet on her. And then he finds the guy that he thought killed his parents that made him who he was. They kind of fight to the death. He kills him at the end. I mean, it's kind of beat for beat. <laughs> Batman well, yeah, 89. That, that reiterates my... He even my, has a Batmobile. Well, yeah, that charger <laughs> is fire. And they don't mind spraying gasoline all over it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right, so that's the part that holds up and the rest of it... <laughs> so, you're right. So, okay, I, I hear what you guys are saying. To me, if I saw this movie with effects updated, with things, the cinematic quality updated, I think a part of me would go, well, that's not the worst Marvel cinematic experience I've had. So where do you, okay, so everybody here is ish, but I only heard you guys say no. So what are the things that do hold up? Like Wesley Snipes holds up, the combat holds up way more than Batman. I mean, the combat for that film holds up. Yeah. And it was smart too, like that little girl that he thought he was saving just got up and started working him. Yeah. Yeah. And um oh there was something the, the filmmaker was so dope because he did it with a shot, right? When Blade is taking his serum and Whistler's just holding his hand. Yeah. Like just just that mm-hmm. image is like you don't need words. Like yeah. that did it. Those things hold up. And yeah. if there was more of that in the film, the film would have held up. Yeah. And what are the parts that outside of the effects? And the dialogue you mentioned, what other parts didn't hold up for you guys? When, when Homeboy was out in the, uh, when, when the vampire's out in the sunlight with suntan lotion on, that didn't hold up. Even with Blade 2, they had, they didn't have them out in the sunlight like that. They had them with, actually, in, in, in that Blade also, they had, they were outside and they executed the vampire and they like took off his, like, his gear. Like he had a, they had a motorcycle helmet on, mm-hmm. which is like, that's something totally different. You have some, a barrier between you and the sun. Now the only thing that you have now is sunscreen and sunshade. It's like what? They weren't even wearing glasses, you know. And and to me, the reason why that so drastically doesn't hold up. It works. Rich is Rich is right. 
when they were wearing the UV visor helmets. If they're okay, wearing fine. a special sunscreen, that's them saying in exposition, the reason why we're out in the sun is because we have this on. Lips, mouth, tongue, eyes. Doesn't the make whole any sense. nine. Dog, it doesn't make sense. They got it on a plastic tongue. <laughs> you bleed not. You, you, you're impaling yourself tongue. on a sword for something you don't need to. <laughs> The film does not even pay homage to the its own set of rules. That's said, why I'm half and a half on it. So in Iron Man three, you cure yourself with a thing in, in your chest. But you worst like, Iron Man ever. Yeah, I mean, this this, this rules that they say like <laughs> this is what happens. You can wear a suit of metal and you're fall picking, you're from the even, sky you know and land you know in your funny? space. There might be t- listen ten years so from now when ten years from now when. Three, three brothers and a shot of milk are franchise worthy and we're talking about Iron Man 1 does it hold up we won't be talking about Iron Man 3 because it's like the other 20 Batmans that just don't hold up so you're even using something that you know 10 years from now is not holding up as an example of something that clearly doesn't hold up if you fall from the sky in a suit of metal you don't land mm-hmm. perfectly but in this movie if they say it keeps you safe we go okay it keeps you safe they set the rules, and we go, okay, that's cool. As long as somebody else doesn't die in this suit of metal. Like, like you even think about that. Why, why did my man worry? Uh, why was she paralyzed then? Oh, they try to take out the black man, you know what? Yo, so, so you, so you try to tell me he fell from the sky so many times. That one time he falls down. Dude, Tony Stark fell from the sky in his first makeshift armor he made in a cave and got up like nothing happened. And he racist, landed. racist, racist. So... When I go into a movie, there's things like that I allow. There's things like if if you tell me sunblock stops you from dying in the sunlight, then I'm like, okay, so your version of sunblock does that. I go with the rules. You set the rules. Those aren't the rules. You don't put sunblock in your mouth. You don't put it in your eyeballs. I think what they do. I think we're running in circles on the sunblock. First of all, I gotta say, Jack Jack was mad at Batman v Superman at the way <laughs> Bruce Wayne pulled his mask off, and you're like, "How can he pull his cowl off like that? It shouldn't be flimsy. It's armor in it." Yeah, I'm like, it turned Jack. Into pl- it turned into. I'm to, like, to Jack, cloth. you coming in here like you watching free? Not. I come in. Listen, I'm paying attention over here. I'm paying attention. So you say this film holds up 100? percent Yeah. So because there are bad movies that are current I'm day, saying Wesley Snipes playing a freaking cool vampire slayer with some of the sickest martial arts and some of the coolest aesthetics holds up. Yeah, that like, holds up in any day and age. Come on, but the movie no, so holds up. So I'm not just saying like this trash movie holds up because other bad movies. It's freaking Blade. Yeah. The parts that are Blade. Same thing I said about Batman 89. The Batman parts hold up for me. The Joker parts not so much. Kind of same thing here. The blade part sold up for me. The bad guy part's not so much. Is it a good film? It's fun. It's a good time. It's a good time. I good. Think, I think it, it did what it set out to do. It accomplished exactly what it wanted to do. Make a superhero action-packed vampire movie. So by its standard, it's good. Like it, it did what it wanted to do. I mean, I'd recommend it. I would recommend it too, <laughs> but I wouldn't say it holds up I, did, I wouldn't say it's uh, to me it's not competitive in today's market it could be but it would need a total overhaul right total yeah. overhaul yeah. yeah 
So I guess, I guess, I guess, I guess, I I guess then, you know, I guess I am more ish because the bad guy part, like I said, doesn't hold up for me. And that's a big part. So after much discussion, okay, I think you guys are right. I think because of the, the, the bad guy part is such a big element. I love this movie so much. Maybe I am a little blindsided. Maybe it is more ish, but I think if this movie came out, I'd enjoy the blade part so much. I wouldn't care so much about the other parts, but I hear you. I see you. I think we're all in agreement that this movie is fantastic and nothing can touch it, right? Oh, yeah. Well, y'all, I hope you like this retro review. We're going to have more of these coming at you. Please be sure to check us out. Chris, you got some quick recommendations real quick? Real quick. Uh, modern day toy lines I love. G.I. Joe Retro. McFarlane, obviously. And then Marvel Legends. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Dope. All right. Dopeness, dopeness. Thank you all so much for listening. Please come back. Check us out. Go on our social media. We're Three Brothers in a Shot of Love. We post on Instagram multiple times a day, every day, 24-7. We'll be back. Same bad time, same bad channel. We out. <laughs>